Welcome back to the Wannabe Pundits, episode 23, the big two, three, Alex. We've gone on a little bit of a holiday, haven't we, from the, uh, from the listeners? How are you? Good, mate. I'm good, mate. It's been a while, actually. Normal, been a while since we've had a normal episode. It's, um, yeah, been away. There's been all these fixtures popping up, and but I think our own personal lives got a little bit busy as well. But we're back here. We're here to talk football. Let's do it. Yeah, it's nice to get in a bit of a routine again. It's been a bit of a hectic few weeks, and um, we've missed... Well, not missed, but we haven't touched on probably... How many games is there? Probably 20 games? Oh, a fair amount of games. Fair few, um, fair few. But yeah, well, we're going to run things a little bit differently this episode, uh, seeing that it is midway through the season. Uh, we're going to mix up a bit. But Alex, before we get into it, how was your, say, break or time off the podcast? Yeah, it was all right, mate. It wasn't too bad. Um, just working away and had a little bit of time off, which was good. But yesterday was Australia Day. We um here in um Australia, 26th of January. So Mr. Brad and I, we... And shout out to Rhiannon. Sure, she'll get a shout out. But um, we lugged it down to the farm, didn't we? With Never all the again, gear. Mate. Never again. Oh, mate. Oh, I haven't loaded up down those Oh, my God. Carrying a massive marquee, bunch of chairs, eskies, and a lot up and down those stairs at the farm. What a killer. Going Jeez. down, going down though, is. Going down was, was all right. It was actually. fine because we were keen. It was like early morning. We woke up, we we're pumped. Like, we we're keen to get everything set up and chill. So it's not as bad then <laughs> on the way back up. Oh my god. Oh mate. Oh that's so well last night, put it that way. Oh I did. I crashed earlier. I was in bed at seven thirty. I was out of it. Sure. But uh, yeah. we've got, we got a lot to get through this episode, so we'll start. It's probably the elephant in the room. Frank Lampard's been sacked. Mate, he's gone. Yeah. I I don't know, I don't know what to say. I I have my opinions about what's happened and I'm pretty, um, there's obviously from the Chelsea community, especially on Twitter, there's, there's two, there's two sides forming, which I don't want to say. I want like unity with the fans. Like there's, I don't think there's ever going to be full unity, but there's a big divide going on at the moment. Obviously you got your, your team Lampard and what's going on and you got yep. your team. I wouldn't say Lampard out, but I'd just say, um, probably happy now that he's gone. I wouldn't say they're full Lampard out, but but yeah, it's been, it's just a shock to me. Like it, it's something that's just, I forget about. And then all of a sudden it hits me. I'm like, like we're going to watch a game in the morning and it's going to be Thomas Tuchel who's our manager. Like it just doesn't, you know what I mean? It doesn't, because I think it's a mid, it's a mid season thing. Um, and yeah. just, you just blink and it's just happened. And it's weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Like I can't remember, there's normally interims obviously, but he was available. But yeah, I don't know. Like what, what were your thoughts before I sort of dive into it? I I personally think it was too early. I think Chelsea I was almost going to say Tottenham for some reason. Um, Chelsea got rid of him too early. You know, he was only on the job for what eight months. Um, um, eight months. Yeah, like not long at all. Like, give him more time. I reckon if you if you're not if you're not sure about him, at least try to see him out till the season. Um, but going back now, like a year ago. Uh, we played Liverpool. We lost 2-0 at Anfield. And Roy Keane said, give Oli more time. Give him another year. Year on, look where we are. We're top of the table. Well, Man City won this morning. So they're a point ahead. But if we win tomorrow morning, we, we become two points clear. But, you know what I mean? And I think the position we're in at the moment, we're in a good position. 
But I think, yeah, give Lampard way more time. But I think Chelsea as a whole have an, a massive expectation of if you're not first by at least 10 points clear, see you later. You're, you're, not even, you're, you're gone. doesn't matter who you are and it's proved it. That's like Frank Lampard, like the biggest player to be at Chelsea. You know what I mean? No, you, so you're spot that's on. Just, I think that's the expectation there where when you look at all the managers have been at Chelsea the last 10, 15 years. You know what I mean? They've had a ridiculous amount. Just oh. sacking, changing, changing managers all the time. This, that. But yeah, I think for me, it was, it was too early. Way too early. Yeah, well, um, from my point of view, uh, I, I do agree with you. I think it was too early. Um, that was the bottom line for me. But I think yeah. when, he, when he joined Chelsea, it sort of was like, it felt like you were sort of stuck in between a rock and a hard place in the sense that one side you're like, I want Lampard to stay for the project and I want us to grow like as a long, I want him to be a long-term manager. And then you've got the other side where the board demands success. And I, and I can't sit here and say that um, a lot of Chelsea fans that obviously wanted Lampard to stay, which I was one of them, um, was sort of like just about success and about how the club's been run. And for me, I just feel that, I, it's hard because I don't. I want a long-term manager. Don't tell me I don't want one. But if you're going to tell me, which we don't know, in the next ten years, I'm going to experience what I've experienced the past ten years by mm-hmm. revolving managers. Mm-hmm. I'm taking it because I've seen us. For me, winning, winning is it. That's that's the top. That's where you want to be at. I know I want a yeah. long-term manager, um, but that's why I don't get the board's decision to hire Lampard in the first place. That's what confuses me. This, look, this decision doesn't, doesn't confuse me because I know what the board's like in the past. And obviously, Frank mm. Lampard is a club legend, but it just shows it doesn't matter who the hell you are. If you're not making the board happy, then they'll flick you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think looking back, for me, I want... He should have minimum stayed in the year, as you said. Minimum, absolute minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought if he couldn't turn it around over the next 12, 18 months into the third year then that's when questions should be asked because it's Chelsea yeah. Football Club. Like three years into a job, you should have your established, you should have established yourself on the team. Do you know what I mean? You should be at a high level. Um, but no, I think, I think this might do him good in the sense that um, he could move on. And I don't think, I honestly don't think this is the end of the story. I honestly don't. I honestly think later on down the track, um, there could be the, the chance later on in, in life that he could be back, but I'm not, you know I mean? I'm just leaving that door open. Um, yeah. But on the other hand, forgetting Lampard, um, I think it's time to let, let it go. I know it's hard. I find, find it hard. Like I'm in shock, but it's time to let it go. What's done's done. We're going to focus on our club. And the main thing is we need to win. And yeah. if Tuchel is going to come in and do that for us, then, all credit to him. I'm not going to be, I'm not sitting here hating him already because he's taken Lampard's job. Um, his experience is something different. Um, it's obviously the Lampard. So I'm here. I'm a Chelsea fan. I'm backing him. You know what I mean? I'm going to back him um, until the end. So yeah, I, I think it's hard because I want long-term, but if you're telling me we're going to get success like we have previously for revolving a manager, yep. you know what I mean? What, what's the end goal? Yeah. What's the end goal? What do you want? Do you want trophies or do you want a manager for five or six years? Like, I want trophies. Mm. So if that's what it's going to take, 
That's what it's going to take. So that, that's my yeah. take. But it's going to be weird uh, in the morning seeing Tuchel on our bench. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a But yeah. um, one thing I want to ask you, mate, what's your top five Lampard managerial moments? Very good question, Alex. So probably uh, doesn't surprise you that all these five events occurred last season. Um, not <laughs> this season. Uh, so number five, Alex, was Lampard's 2-0 away win to Spurs. Um, so this is number five, purely down to being a derby game. Um, I think we played really well. Um, it was just a solid derby performance. Um, yep. To beat, I think, William got the two goals, if you can remember that. Um, yeah, yeah. Actually, the Lampard celebration at the end um, with the Chelsea fans in the corner, that was um, a massive thing that pushed into my top five. Yep. Uh, yeah. So that's number five. Number four um, was our 1-0 away win at Ajax last season. Um, it was a big big European night against Ajax who were in form and we came out with our youngsters that were just um, obviously not... It was their first season for Chelsea. Mm. Uh, um, and we beat them 1-0 in, I think, the 89th minute. That's who I scored. And I think that was a massive game for Lampard and sort of show he could do it on the European level. Uh, so that was number four. Uh, number three was the late 2-1 win against Arsenal and Emirates. Similar to Spurs, Derby game, 1-0 down, and then things change and Tammy scores. Um, mm-hmm. 88th minute, I think it was. It was, it was late on. Um, all the Chelsea fans in the corner, Lampard running, screaming. Amazing moment for me and for him, I'm guessing. Um, number two was our 2-0 home win against Manchester City. I think that was our most complete performance under Lampard. Yeah. Um, well, at least last season. That 2-0 win mm. over City. Um, obviously, City very dominant. And we came out and... Um, and I wouldn't say dominated them, but we just out, outclassed them. You know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. proved that Lampard did have what it takes to, to beat big, uh, big teams. Yeah. And then number one. So, number one isn't a win. Number one was just the most crazy thing to watch that was just so mm. crazy. And I don't know. I was going mental. The home uh, Champions League game against Ajax, 4-all. We were 4-1 down. (laughs) We were 4-1 down, and then there was two red cards, and then we scored three goals in like 10 minutes. And it was, oh, it was mental. And Reese James scored the equaliser. Just Stanford Bridge just went off at tonight. I think that was just the craziest. It wasn't the best performance in the world because we were 4-1 down and playing like shit. But just that event was just crazy and we actually scored the winner but I still thought it was offside or there was a handball or something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was my top five. Um, it was a crazy 18 months um, but I'm very glad he came and he blooded the youth and I think we're better off for it. So Yeah, it's good. Hopefully the story isn't over but it's time now to let the past be the past and move forward and, and come together and um, and all agree that we just need to win and healthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm just going to have, I'm going to have, have a little say here, actually. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I do think probably going to get a little bit stickier from the round table boys, especially Sean, because there's been a, the round table group has been going off lately. And I'm loving the bands. I love it. But what I will say is I think if you give Lampard probably another, how old is he now? 
Howard's Lampard. Uh, I think yeah, he's forty or forty-one. Close. Yeah, late, late. Yeah, late thirties. Easy. Um, I think if you give him another five to ten years, all right. If he goes to a championship club or if he goes to another league and picks up that little bit more experience, I guarantee he'll be back in the Premier League and he'll be winning. I reckon he'll be winning league trophies because you think if you look if you look at his football career, went through the West Ham Academy got rated as a 17, 18-year-old very highly. And if you've seen that interview with Harry Redknapp, uh, the press conference, and he's sitting next to him as a young kid, and he's going, he's going to be the next best thing, blah, blah, blah. And Harry Redknapp was correct. You look at his playing career, and you look at actually Frank Lampard's father, who was also a great player. The whole, his whole entire life, he's, involved, he's been involved around professional football since day dot. You know what I mean? And I'm, his knowledge and experience will only just get better and better. But I, I still think he should have had more time. But that's just me. Yeah. No, I definitely agree that, you know, I'm, as I said before, I'm in the attitude of it's time to sort of unite as a, as a fan base and just back our club to win. Mm. Obviously, we don't agree. A lot don't agree with the decision. Yeah. But, yeah. But other than that, I'm looking forward to seeing um, Chelsea play tomorrow. So I'm hoping they rock up, especially for Tuchel coming in. I hope they really really step up tomorrow and um, show their quality because there is quality there. I'm hoping um, yeah. hoping to see a good performance, just a refreshed performance, I hope. But, mate, all right, let's jump into it. We're halfway through the season. We are. That's correct. So we're going to run through the table team by team. We're going to start from the bottom of the league. Um, and we're mm-hmm. going to jump over the results that we actually missed since we've been gone on our little break. Uh, and then we're going to... We're going to give each team a rating. We're going to have to agree on a rating here out of 10 for their season so far. Um, and that rating can take into account maybe their um, previous year's performance, I guess, and what pundits and experts said about them before. You know what I mean? Just take into all that into account. Take all that into account. Um, and we'll have to come up um, with a number. Let's start, mate. Sheffield United, uh, their past two games since we've been gone, uh, they won one 0 uh, against Newcastle, and they mm-hmm. lost three one to Spurs. Mate, what do you, what do you think about a number for Sheffield United? Jeez, oh. like they've only won one game. They're on five points. They've drawn two. They haven't had a great oh. season. Um, now nah, they've been very very poor, very poor. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give it probably like a two. A two. See, I was thinking a one or a two, but I was thinking why why could I? I think I'd give them a one because of the way they performed last year. I think they performed so well last year and to turn it like this, uh, yeah. I think it's quite it's quite disappointing. Complete opposite. Um, yeah, so like if they just scrapped relegation last year, I'd probably give them a two. But they went so well last year and mm. it doesn't happen again. So I, I'd give yeah. them a one. But what do, you, what do you think? Yeah, two. Two for me. Two? Um, yeah, they're just not being performing very well. I think two is just trying to be nice for really by the uh, end of the day. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. All right, we'll give them a two then. Uh, mate, West Brom, um, they won two, sorry, they lost 2-1 against West Ham. Um, mm-hmm. Then they beat Wolves 3-2 away. That's a big result. That was a big result. Um, West Brom. For me, West Brom is similar to Sheffield, but I'd probably, I think they've got some good results. Um, well, not good results, but they've been getting some results. I'd probably give them maybe a three. What do you think? 
Yeah, well, they sacked Simon Bilic, and I thought, and they brought in Big Sam, who's got that, like that, pretty much, how do you, how do you word it, that, uh, not, not the job yeah, just like, he's got that mentality of getting teams out, and he just yeah. knows how to get them out of the relegation zone, just keep them safe, that's, his, that's what he does, that's what he's known for, but even since they've had him, the, yeah, they haven't been performing well, haven't really picked up too many points, um, but yeah, I'm going to go probably a three for West Brom as well. Three. I'm going to go three. Sweet. Fulham. Um, they got a 1-1 draw against Spurs away. Yep. That was a big result for them. Um, and then they lost Chelsea at home 1-0. And then they lost to United at home 2-1. So three big teams here. And on paper, they shouldn't be winning all of them. They, got, they did get a point um, mm. against Spurs. You'd expect them to, to push for a point at least at home, even against the big clubs, but they mm. uh, managed to fall short. I think that yeah. I think Scott Parker and his barn has gotten them playing well, uh, playing better. Uh, yeah, I agree. Over the season, I don't know. Like the expectations of form weren't, weren't very high at the start of the season, so I, I wouldn't want to be too unfair in them because I think they've been they haven't been great, but they haven't been poor. Mm. Do you think? Do you yeah. think poor? I think they've been just above poor. Well, if you look at the last couple of games, one one with Fulham, um, one one Tottenham away. I think that's not not a bad result away for Fulham, and they kept they lost they lost one nil to you guys, but they weren't like they weren't, no they weren't they bad on another day they, they weren't they weren't shit but they weren't good yeah. you know what I mean they were kind of that in between they're pretty average but yeah. then again you guys didn't play great yourself, but um yeah but as I and as you said before um Scott Parker and his barn it's got them playing very good. Not very good, but like I think good for Fulham at the moment. They've kind of turned the table around that little bit. Um, but because of that, I'm actually going to give Fulham a bit of actually a four four point five. I was going to give him a four. Yeah, because I just think five, five, just I think, yeah five's too. I think five's too generous. Because yeah, five's I think, pretty much your par, pretty much. So yeah, I'm, and I'm I think I'd say four. And Scott Scott Parker's barn is still still there, so we'll give him a half of that as well. All right, so we'll give him four point five. Yeah. All right, Brighton. Um, they lost to City away, and then they beat Leeds away as well, one nil. Mm. Um, Brighton, if you are, because I, th- I thought I gave them a lot of raps earlier in the year. I think they started well, mm-hmm. um, but I think they're just one place above the drop zone at the moment. Yeah, so I think they've really fallen off. I think I don't yeah. think well at all. Um, mm. That's what I'm going to get Aaron Moy though. Eh? Yeah, and they recently got rid of, not got rid of, but they dropped Matt Ryan and now Matt Ryan, he's ended up at Arsenal on a loan move. Um, so, yeah, I think, I do feel like losing Matt Ryan for Brighton is a big loss. Cause, I did, I don't, I don't get the uh, situation there, eh? Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, he got dropped and Arsenal obviously approached him and he's, a, he's an Arsenal, he's an Arsenal fan. That's his team, that's his club. And, and I think if you got dropped as a keeper, like, if I was playing for Brighton and I was a keeper, I got dropped. Man United asked me, I'd go for it. Like, well, what do you got to lose? At the moment, I'm, I think, or well, not even on paper, in my, my opinion, might be Australia bias here. I think Arsenal um, have got the best second string keeper in the league. You reckon? And, yeah. Who, who, who for you um, comes higher than Matt Ryan as a second string keeper? Dean Henderson. Oh, Henderson. Sorry, Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know what you're trying to say, yeah. 
Um, uh, I think, I, think wise, I, I, I reckon he's definitely up there in the conversation with, with Henderson, in my opinion. Kepa's a shout. For me, I'd give him a, I'd give him a four. I, I'd push him at the start of the season. I'm pushing towards a five or a six, but I've dropped him to a four with the way they're going at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right on that. I'd probably say the same, 100%. Okay, Newcastle next up. Um, they lost 1-0 to Sheffield and then lost 3-1, I mean 3-0 to Arsenal. Um, and then they lost 2-1 to Leeds. Yep. Three losses. Um, I, th- I don't know. I think I'd probably have to push around the four again. Yeah, I'm the same, 100%. The expectation was mid to low table anyway, and I don't mm. I think they've been okay. They've got some good yeah. wins, but then they've lost. They're quite balanced, but I didn't want to give they've, them a five. They've actually lost five on the trot, mate. Five not good. Yeah, They've dipped, haven't That's they? Not good. Dips big time. Dips big time. But, yeah, I'm going to have to say a f- four as well because I just feel they the start of the season, they kind of showed something, and I don't know what happened. There's just tables turned I don't know what he's thinking about it I'm not even considering a three down to their squad I think they've got a decent mm. squad in my opinion mm. but four I think four is fair three I reckon three is definitely debatable but four is definitely four. fair as well I'm going to go four yeah alright Burnley they lost one nil to United uh, and then they lost one nil to West Ham but then mate they broke the Anfield record at Liverpool, they beat them one 0 Insane. Purely Mental. down to that, I'm giving them a. I'm giving them a five. Really, five? Yeah. What were you thinking? Yeah, right. I was going to go four and a half. <laughs> Not <laughs> I think, much I more. Five, but... For me, Burnley, Burnley were expected around this ta- part of the table, and I think yep. they've got some some results. And yeah, I don't think they're playing terribly, so I'd put them at a par five. But what do you think? I'm going to go four and a half, but I feel like the, especially the last couple of weeks, their mentality of the players and like the drive to win has really shown, shown it. And I think they've done it really well in the Liverpool game. Now people can say Liverpool have got X, Y's players injured and stuff like that. But for me, I felt like Burnley, were just, if you're just looking at Burnley in that game, they're battling and they're just battling all, all the time. Yeah, well, their front three, them. Liverpool's front three is starting in Anfield. They didn't score yeah. enough. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, have a massive home advantage. But yeah, I feel like the mentality of Burnley at the moment is, um, yeah, looking pretty good. Oh, definitely. So I reckon a five. Do you reckon a five? I'm going to go... No, nah, I'm still going to say four and a half. We've got to come to an agreement, though. Do we? Ha- oh, do we? Yeah, I reckon a five. Oh, okay. All right, five. I'll go five then, yep. Uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers, they lost uh, 2-1 to Everton and then lost 3-2 to West Brom. This is weird because when I was jotting this stuff down, I couldn't believe that Wolves were that low. I didn't even realise they were. Because they're just yeah, I was so looking... good times. They're so good. Like, in the morning, they'll probably be that good again. Like, it's just, they're just a bit inconsistent this season, aren't they? Yeah, they're very um, Katy Perry hot and cold, if you ask me. I think where they're sitting at the moment... Well, they've got some big scalps. Like obviously, they beat Chelsea, um, but they normally they normally take a few uh, wins um, across the top six. Mm. I 
as a Wolves fan, I would want them up around 6th, 7th, 8th. And they're purely yeah. up there. Um, and they're too inconsistent, so I'd probably give them a 4. 4? Okay. I was probably leaning towards more of a 5. Because I, I think they've been better than Burnley. But for where they're sitting... Down, down to squad, and, though, and expectations. And, and down to the squad and expectations, they should be high. But I feel like that overall, they have been better than Burnley if we're putting Burnley out of five. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I, know, I get your point, but I think if you line up Burnley and Wolves' squad value and um, last season and... Um, where they're expected by by professional pundits and whatever like that, I think mm. Wolves have have been worse than Burnley. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're trying to say. Oh, look, I, I think five is definitely agreeable if you want to do five. Personally, yeah. I think four, but we can come to an agreement at five. All right, we'll go five. All right, sweet. Great even. We'll All just right. go even, Stephen. Crystal Palace, uh, nil all draw against Arsenal um, and a 4 nil loss against City. Once again, hot and cold by Palace, but I think they're sitting quite nicely. Um, I think they do pull off some nice results, so then they, they're very hot and cold again, aren't they? Yeah. They get smacked one that week, say Liverpool, and then they beat teams and play quite well the other. So I feel like this whole mid-table section... Like, we haven't got to Leeds yet, but including Leeds, Leeds, Crystal Palace, Wolves, they've been very hot and cold. And they're all... Right. What, how many points are they apart? Not many. Three point, four points apart. They're very, yeah, they're very similar in the, in the way that the season unfolded for them all, hasn't it? It's probably why yeah. they're all in jam together in the mid-table. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, so, so, that's I how play. I feel. But, um, yeah, I don't know, mate. What do you, how do you feel about it? It's funny, I, I would, as I said before, I'd have said five, but when I think about it, their squad isn't the best. Even though that Eze signing was really good, I think they really helped. And Zaha yeah. staying. Yeah. I don't think their squad is... They don't have a, they don't, I don't reckon they have a top... I reckon they have a bottom quarter squad on paper. A bottom yeah, quarter yeah. squad on paper. So I could mm-hmm. definitely agree on a six. I wouldn't go higher than a six, but I'd either say five or six. What do you think? Probably go five, lean towards the five again. Fair enough, yeah, five. All right, Leeds. They lost 1-0 to Brighton, and then they won 2-1 against Newcastle. Once again, extremely hot and cold. Yeah, they, like, who was it, example? I think they they, they smashed, was it Newcastle at home? They actually played them off the park. Goals no, were scored, were absolute bombs. Week after, go to Old Trafford, cop six, like, yeah, yeah pretty, you know what I mean? Just, just little things like that. Season, their defence is... Defensively, quite, they look a little bit unorganised. Um, lots of holes and players look just slightly out of position. And But, yeah, that's how I feel about Leeds at the moment. Just a little bit hot and cold. I think Bielsa plays a style of football that's just absolutely non-stop running. And I think it takes a toll on the play. Would be taking a toll on the players. So, like, if I was to... I really think Leeds might dip a little bit. Um, later. Mm. I'm not talking about it now, but just the way they play it, very like intense. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it probably opens them up later on in games. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd probably give them a... I'd give them... 
I'd probably give him a six because I think they play some really good football. I'd give him a six, I reckon. What do you think? Leans was like a five and a half just because they've had just that extra five and a half of just because they have scored great goals and they've created good chances and then they go out again and just get absolutely battered by teams. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'm happy with five and a half. All right, we'll go five and a half. All right, mate. Southampton. Um, they've had a... They've only played one game since our break. Uh, 2-0 loss to Leicester. Okay. See, I think Southampton's where this ta- uh, these ratings start to twist a little bit because I think they've been outstanding. What do you think? I, f- I feel like they've been... They've had better performances. Um, they're... Two two L's on the trot at the moment, and um, they've got next five games. They've got they can they've got places where they could like they're tough games. They've got Aston Villa followed by United, so good games. Then they've got Newcastle where they could pick up three points. Got Wolves where they potentially could pick up more three points, and they've got Chelsea as well, which has got a question mark above its head. Um, and they beat Liverpool not long ago. Just, and they go along and they do all right. Danny Ings is. He's a little, I feel like he's been a little bit hot and cold in front of goal. Um, Walcott's not in too bad of a form at the moment, but I'd probably give it more of a six, actually, for their performance overall and well, the way they're sitting at the table. Yeah, I, I was ailing towards a six or a seven. Um, mm. oh, I th- yeah, I think the recent forms let them down a little bit, but I think they were, they were really playing well probably about three weeks ago. Sort of when we ended yeah. out last episode that was sort of really flying high like I probably would have given them a seven but they haven't yeah. touched so I'd probably give them a six yeah I'm happy that sounds good mate Chelsea uh, yeah the big sigh after that <clears throat> <sighs> um, one nil win over Fulham not convincing um, cough cough uh, <laughs> and a two nil loss to Leicester um, I, I've had a number since we've discussed this previous episode recording. I've had the same number in my head the whole time. Okay. A four. I wouldn't go that low. I would purely down to expectation um, and squad um, squad capability and like squad value. Um, mm. Bottom line is we can't be ninth. We can't be tenth. At this part of the season, it's as simple as that. You can't be tense. Yeah, you just can't. Yeah, be absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I I agree. Any big club shouldn't be in the top. They shouldn't be nowhere near tenth position. They should be minimum six and Tottenham are six at the moment. But I do feel like that Chelsea have played games where they played well and they have let a few slips. Like the the Fulham game wasn't a great game. Uh, West Brom away was a good one. Um, I think even Crystal Palace at home. Off the top of my head, um, Chris Palace at home. I don't, um, I don't think we've asked Palace at home yet. Could we? Oh yeah. Oh, who, who am I thinking? Villa. Oh, Villa at home. We drew one all. Yeah, I think it was uh, Werner scored. He kind of chipped the keeper. Uh, the ball came out. He lifted the ball over the keeper. He ran around him and just tapped it in. Oh, Southampton. That's oh, Southampton. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, cool. kind of let let that game slip in the last couple of minutes to go. But I think overall, I'll probably give Chelsea a six, six and a half. Yeah, see, I, look, we were set at one, well, what, a month ago, we were second. Mm. You know what I mean? We were playing so well. Our defense, we had so many clean sheets. You know, I think everything was all rosy and that. And 
look, I'd be pushing towards an eight at that point. I was, I'd be in a, probably in an eight or a seven. Yeah. Five, probably. yeah. But yeah. with drops, we're just getting, we're getting outplayed. Um, mm. It's just not, not good enough. But yeah, I, look, I think four is a bit, is a bit harsh when I really think about it because probably 70% of the first half of the season, we were good. You know what I mean? We weren't outstanding, but we were good. So, yeah, I, I probably, what'd you say, 6.5? Yeah, 6. Well, 6.4. Yeah, 6.5, sorry, my fault. Alright. Um, I couldn't give him a 6.5, but I have to go in a 6. I reckon 6. Alright, we'll go 6. Give a 6. Um, Aston Villa. 2-0 loss to City, and then a 2-0 win to Newcastle. Aston Villa been very impressive this year, Alex. Yeah, they have been, mate. Playing very well. Um, the yeah, I've I've been very impressed with them. Um, Jack Grealish been been very well. Um, Ollie Watkins has scored a few goals here and there. I think Tyrone Mings and the whole back line actually been quite solid. But I think um, Martinez. Yeah, they're outstanding. He's he's been outstanding. He's on. He's got nine clean sheets this season. He's doing very well. Um, good to move from him. Moving away from Arsenal, probably the best thing he's ever done. He's um, he's been playing very well, but I think for for the way they're performed and where they're sitting, like ninth, they've got two games. They've got about two three games in hand, I think. On top they've of my got, head, they've got they've played seventeen, so they can push. They could push into the top four, I think. Mm, I think depending on how they go with their games and stuff, would be a big game changer to the top four teams as well. Um, but I think for me, I want to go seven and a half for Villa. Seven and a half. I was thinking seven, but thinking about the games in hand, I'd put definitely because I think they'll probably win them for at least mm. one. So I could, I'd give them a seven point five because they literally could be sniffing top four at the moment. Yeah, and that's yeah. real for them. Yeah, exactly. Um, Arsenal. Mm, interesting. Um, they drew nil all to Palace, um, and then they won three nil against Newcastle. This is a very interesting one, isn't it? Because a month ago, we probably would have given them a one, wouldn't we have? <laughs> Yeah, we've got very, very low low score, but they've turned it around a little bit. They're starting to play quite well. Um, but, yeah, I think they've got a few players. Aubameyang has scored a couple. Lack has scored a couple. They've kind of just slowly reached their form midway. Um, Smith Rowe is playing very well. Very, very impressed with him. Good player. Um, but I think if we're going to go for the overall season, I'm going to be quite harsh and give Arsenal a six just because of the way they started the season. Six. I think I was thinking five or six. Um, yeah, it's hard to tell. I, but I think if we're weighing up all these nineteen games, I reckon up until what maybe when we've when did when whenever Chelsea versed them from then back, they were easily a one, and then from Chelsea to now they're probably a seven or an eight. But I think you still have to meet in the middle. So I, I'd probably say five. Okay. What do you think? Do you think six? I'm, I'm still leaning towards six because they, they did beat us. They did beat us at home away, even though it was just like a, a shitty penalty. They didn't, but they didn't score a goal, like a Premier League goal, in like two months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. I, that is I true. give them a five point five. All right, we'll go five and a point five. All right, uh, Everton um, only had one game uh, in the break. Two uh, one win against Wolves. Um, I think they're definitely above par. 
um, above yeah. expectation. Well, the expectation was high with Ancelotti and the money they spent, but still on paper, their squad isn't um, doesn't get into the top six squad-wise. Mm. But I think yeah. they're playing really good. There's been a few little slips, but overall, I think they're really good. I'd probably give them a seven. Yeah, probably go a seven as well, to be fair. I think seven sort of like above average, but not outstanding, just like above average. Yeah. I'd probably give them a yeah. seven. Yeah, they did start very strong at the start of the season. They've kind of hit a little bit of a slope. But I've got a feeling we're going to see Everton turn it around slowly and creep back up. Um, Spurs, one all draw against Fulham and then a 3-1 win against Sheffield. Once again, I feel like Spurs are similar to... Actually, no, probably not really. Like, I feel like the trajectory was sort of similar to Chelsea's, but it was just a bit behind. So, like, yeah. they got up to second and first. And they've dropped the ball a bit late. Um, yeah. I'd probably give them a seven as well. I think they're probably aligned with Everton in regards to expect, like in expectation and what they're delivering. Yeah. Um, if they string a few wins together and be consistent, which I feel like they will, they will definitely be in the title. Well, they're going to be. In, they're in the title race. Like they were considered to be in the title race for a while. So I'd give them a seven. Yeah. Uh, probably say seven as well actually I'd agree with that um, even I think their style of football is a little bit boring very park the bucks especially at home like why are you parking the bu- yeah why park the bus at home no team should ever park the bus at home but that's just me no I agree definitely yeah so I reckon seven's fair uh, Liverpool they drew nil all with United and then lost 1-0 to Burnley I oh, target Liverpool because early on a lot of talk about the injuries, which is fair enough. But they were still flying pretty high. I mean, they were still... Obviously, the expectation is huge. So they've certainly dropped the ball when it comes to expectation. Yeah. Um, I think they were doing pretty... I think those were above average um, up until only a month ago. And then they've dropped. They've dropped, not significantly, but they've dropped a bit off the ball. Yeah. Um, considering that and what we've said about other teams, I'd probably give them a 6.5. Oh, I feel like Liverpool. Maybe, they're not that. They're not that bad. They're not too bad, especially with the injuries they've got. Um, they have like they played us twice this week, and they have knocked the ball around quite well. Um, Salah is still scoring goals. Um, leading goal scorer at the moment, thirteen goals. I'm pretty sure he has. But um, yeah, I'm gonna let, even though they've got loads of injuries, they've still picked up a few results. Um, they have dropped a couple scrappy ones. Um, but I'm gonna go seven point five for Liverpool. Be generous. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's fair enough. Well, for me, I put it like if la- um, if last year's Liverpool was a ten out of ten, mm. I think Liverpool. I can Liverpool probably yeah seven point five. I think seven point five is fair. Yeah, I agree on that for sure. Top four, mate. West Ham. 1-0 winning at Burnley and a 2-1 win against West Brom. Where the hell did this come from? Where the hell is West yeah. Brom from? Holy shit. Yeah, four on the trot, mate. Four on the trot. This is big because I remember, I think they lost their first two games, I'm pretty sure it was, and they were playing really bad. Like, Moyes was under like, yeah. a lot of scrutiny. And I think they showed yeah. their next seven games, I remember, and on Twitter they were saying, how are they even going to get a point? 
you know, in these yeah. seven games. And they ended up winning like five out of the seven. Or like they, mm. they won four and drew two or drew, drew one or something. Yeah. Well, um, from there, oh my God. Yeah, well, the last four games, they've played Palace. Um, Palace, where did they play Palace? Well, they played Palace this morning, um, away. Then they played, so I'm just trying to find the fixtures. Uh, West Ham played Burnley at home. Then they played West Brom at home, followed by Goodison, uh, Everton away at Goodison Park. All those, and Moyes said in the press conference, we will win all four games. And the man's correct. He's won four games. Insane. So he's doing, Insane. He's doing something right. And can we just quickly talk about Thomas Suchek? Oh, unreal. He's a good player. Not bad. I think he's on seven goals this season. That's, so, I think from a mid, midfield in position, CDM. that's not too bad. Yeah, CDM. Um, from a, mid, a defensive midfield as well. That's pretty good. Like, I think for a CDM to get close to 10 is, is pretty good. But Oh, I think five is, I think, five is good. Yeah, five you know is I mean? like, like, like applause good. Yeah, so I think he's playing very well. But yeah. They're sitting fourth, mate. That's, it's interesting. But next five games, big challenge for, for them. Massive challenge. Like with Liverpool at home, Aston Villa away, Fulham away, Sheffield United at home, Tottenham. Big games to pick up points here. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, considering so considering uh, the expectation, which was extremely low, um, and, and from obviously professional um, pundits, um, I'd be at least pushing an eight. I'd give him an eight. I think. I think eight's fair. What do you think? I'm leaning towards seven, seventh, because I they, yeah, I'm leaning towards really? seven, because, just because they um overall football wise they're playing okay, but they're not playing like unreal like your cities and Leicester's where they're playing top top notch stuff. Other than that, it's West Ham. Remember, it's not a yeah, top I know it's West, but. If Liverpool, at least don't forget Liverpool, Tottenham, and who is it? Liverpool, Tottenham. Well, Tottenham's already Tottenham's already played. Sorry. Oh no, they haven't. Sorry, so they I'm could drop. They could drop to sixth or seventh. Yeah, they can drop right down pretty much. Still though, I, I basically, think... if Arsenal, Liverpool, Everton, Tottenham, Tottenham win. Oh, Arsenal already. Arsenal, played, Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal's already played. Sorry, so Everton, Tottenham, Liverpool win. They overtake him. West Ham drop right down to seventh. And they've got... So, yeah, that's just how I feel about it. That's just me personally. I I don't think they've beaten a top six club this season. I do. You've you've made some um, very valid um, arguments. I'd probably... If you're saying a seven and I'm saying an eight, we'd have to agree on a 7.5, I think. Right, we'll go halfway. Yeah, 7.5. We'll go halfway. All right, Leicester. Um, two games they've played, 2-0 wins both against Southampton and Chelsea at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming from my experience about watching them against Chelsea, they totally outplayed us. Totally yeah. outplayed us. Yeah. And fair credit to them. I yeah, no. Playing played very well. I reckon, yeah, they're playing unreal at the moment. And I think the form that James Madison's in is unreal. Like... Yeah, he's killing it for me. Playing so, so good. Rate him so highly. Their team is a unit. Unreal. Yeah, they're very good. Brendan Rodgers is doing very good with him as well. That's very good work. Um, I'm thinking an eight or an eight point. I'm going, 
I was going 8.5. Yeah, yeah. I think the way they're playing as well as their position in the league, 100%. Mm. 8.5, agreed. Yeah. All right, me United, a second. Um, they beat Burnley 1-0, um, drew to Liverpool 0-0, and then beat Fulham 2-1. Um, I think we started off quite poor, um, sitting mid-table for a while. Then we've slowly picked up points and we're on a, we're on a pretty good little run at the moment. Um, like pretty good run off. We haven't lost too many in the last, we haven't lost any in the last 10. Um, but we've had three draws and like we drew in the Manchester Derby, um, drew against Liverpool where you'd. Liverpool away, you'd probably take a point. Um, being at home to City, you feel like you got the home advantage, and I think that's where City kind of turned it around a little bit. But we're getting City a little bit. Oh, without on. crowds though. Yeah, without crowds, make a difference. But you look at the table now, and you look and you wonder if there was crowds there, how much of a difference this table would be. I think it'd be completely different. I th- yeah, hundred percent. I, I think it'd be. If there was a pre a normal preseason for every, all the players and all the teams, and there was crowds and stuff like that. Yeah. I think we're talking about a totally different, totally different table, totally different scenario yeah, in general. Exactly. Like we only just snagged a win over Fulham. Um, only beat Burnley one nil very late. Um, we beat. We played Villa at home. Who else we had? We've had two all draws, Leicester, and like little results where we beat Sheffield United three two. We can see two to Sheffield United. Um, just little things, little games like that. Losing one nil to Arsenal at home, where you give a dodgy penalty, um, cost you a little bit. But I feel like from where we started to the way we're we're not playing too bad, playing quite well. Um, um, we probably do have a chance to win the title, but I think it's it's a big but, big question mark over the head. And realistically, City have a game in hand, and if they win that, they go first. But I, I think we'll be comfortably in the top four to finish comfortable in top four. Um, I'm going to go 8.5, just the way we've turned it around. Yeah, I it's was been, thinking... It's been a bit of a dramatic turn, I reckon. I was thinking either an 8 or an 8.5, and I think um, you're on a big run, and I think you've been pretty consistent, I must say. So, yeah, I mm. think 8.5 is fair. Yeah. All right, mate, top of the table, Manchester City, absolutely flying at the moment. Uh, 1-0 win against Brighton, 4-0 win against Palace, 2-0 win against Villa, and another 5-0 win that we will discuss later on in another episode. <laughs> but just I'm just <laughs> highlighting how good they've been. Uh, yeah. They're... Four games, seven. goals, clean. Seven on the trot. Yeah. Um, City have just, I don't know what it is, they've just tur- turned on the switch. You know what I mean? I, I don't think they were too... They were just... A little bit rusty early on in the season, and I feel like you just see him building and building and building. Not going anything here, but it's exactly what I said in my predictions. If anyone wants to bring that up um, or find it, <laughs> a previous episode, I said that City would kick in. Um, I can't remember if I said midway, but I said they would eventually kick in and win the title. Mm. Um, if I was a if I was a betting man, I'd be putting it on City. Um, I think they've been. They're a dollar forty to win, mate. Yeah, well, I think they've been 
probably up until match day, probably 12-ish, I'd probably give them like maybe a 7.5. But at the moment, they've at least bumped me up to a, an 8.5 or a 9. Yeah. Um, for me, I feel like they've been this second second half of the of the half of first half of the season. If that makes sense, they've been the best team. Um, they're playing the football. The plane's unreal. Kevin De Bruyne, top form. Like injured, he's injured for six weeks, so big loss. I think Kyle Walker's out also for a little bit, so that's another big loss. But they got depth. You got Gundogan in the middle there. He's absolute tearing apart. Oh, yeah. He's playing so well. Phil Foden. Young lad, still he's absolutely killing it as well. Um, Martin Edison, he's got the most clean sheets in the league. In the um, two backs, Diaz and Stone. Yeah, yeah. Well, wow. Rodrigo in the midfields made the most passes. Just they've got they've made the clubs made the most passes this season. They've got the most clean sheets. They've, they've probably got it all going for them at the moment, but they might be lacking a lot of a striker. They've got good strikers. Don't get me wrong, but probably. Not someone who can, someone who can really find the back of the net really well. I'm not saying they haven't got bad bad forward players, but there is no Manchester uh, City Yeah, there's no Manchester City players in the top ten. Like their top, the, their top goal scorer is Gundogan, and he's probably scored about five goals in the last three matches. Yeah, I think they shoot quite a lot with their goals. Yeah. And then under Gundogan, you know what I mean? It's it's well underneath. So I feel like I'm going to go. I think they've got a game in hand. They've got a good chance to win the league. Very good chance. They're playing the most attractive football. Um, But they did start very shaky. So I'm going to go 8.5 also. 8.5, fair shout. All right, man, that wraps up our mid-season ranking slash review. Um, yes. What are we going to jump into next, Alex? Have you got a segment for us? I've got, a little, I've got a new little segment. I'm going to put you on the spot here, Brad. Okay, man. I'm, I'm ready. You're not going to like. You're not going to like this, but I'm Sounds going to do it. Uh, this is going to determine how how big of a Chelsea fan you are. I'm going to. Uh, this. Ah, uh, I might be. I do apologise. The segment is how well do you know your club? Uh, so I have got one. Any questions from like? 40 years ago, I have no idea. Some of these you should, you'll know the answer of. But some of them actually are very interesting. Like, I mean, very interesting. Oh, no. I mean, so, I've got, not, I've got nine questions, mate. Just, just clarifying to the listeners, I love my club. And just because I might not know some old questions, I'm sorry. But I still am extremely passionate and love my club. Mm-hmm. So, here we go. Question number one. How many times has Chelsea won the FA Cup? Ooh. I've got two numbers in my head. Okay. Is it six or seven? Ooh. That's, that's going to be my reaction. Is it, is it one of them? It's one of them, isn't it? I'll let you decide. It's up to you. I'm not uh, saying it is and I'm not saying it isn't. I'm going to go six. You're going to lock in six? Yep. The answer is eight. Oh, you know, you won't far off. That's good. You won't far off. Yeah. All right. Most appearances for Chelsea. Who has made the most appearances for Chelsea? This is a difficult one, I reckon. Um, well before our time. Oh, is it... Um, 
Is it Bobby Tambling? Tamblin? No, it's not. I'll give you a couple more chances. Um, so it's obviously a, a, an old player. Mm-hmm. Matthew Hardy? Not Matthew Hardy. I'm 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 stuck, eh? I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, Ron Harris. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. I'm 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 Ron happy. Harris. I'll gladly admit that I didn't know that. There you go. That's all right. Um, I think you'll know this one. I think you told me this once. Um, the oldest player to play for Chelsea is who? The oldest player to play for Chelsea. Yeah. Was it? Oh, I don't think I've told. I don't think I've told you that, or maybe I have. I reckon you have. I've got, I think it came up in conversation once, randomly. Oh, I know. Wait, does it? Do they have to take the field, or they just have to be registered? They've got to be on the. F- I'm sure you made an appearance. I'm sure you did. Ah, uh, I was going to say. Otherwise, you know. wouldn't be on here. <laughs> Who are you uh, going to say? Petrček. Nah, not Petrček. No. Close. I'm going to say. I'll give you a hint. Close. Oh, Willie Caballero. Oh, closer. Oh, my God. What, Mark Schwarzer? Correct. Mark Schwarzer. I was going to say Mark Schwarzer. I was like, Willie's 38. Surely it's yeah. Willie. What was, what yeah. was Schwarzer? 31. 41, 41 years and 218 days. Oh, my God. Insane. Yeah. What a player. The all-time goal scorer for Chelsea is who? Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard. Do you know how many goals he scored? Uh, oof. Two hundred and keep going. Two hundred fifty-eight. Oh, not quite. Not quite. Not far off. Not far. Uh, not a million miles off. Mid two fifties, isn't it? Like two fifty. Mm, like mid. Uh, a bit lower. Two, okay. It's uh, good, but he wasn't that good. Bit lower. Two hundred thirty-four. Uh, lower again. Two hundred and twenty-one. Yeah, well done. Two twenty-one. I. Just to, just to prove the listeners out there that I, I, I do love my club, he scored that <laughs> goal against Aston Villa away in a black and yellow third kit. He scored two goals in that game, and I was watching it when that happened. So just, <laughs> just give, you, give you a bit more info about that. <laughs> um, the highest home attendance... Now, this is tough. <laughs> at Stanford Bridge. Was, was at, at Stanford Bridge was how much? Well, I feel like this is a trick question because because I've got I've got the attendance, I've got the team who was against, and I've got the date. Well, if you can get if you can get all three right, you're on fire. But I'll get any of them correct, I'll I'll give it to you. Highest home attendance. Well, as I was saying, I think it could be a trick question because I feel like the new Stamford Bridge holds about forty four, forty five thousand, I think, but mm-hmm. the old Stamford Bridge didn't have ends on it. They only had the stadium and then you could fill on the side. So I don't know if you could fill more people in than now. Um, yeah, so I'd probably say that era. So yep. I want to say around 60. Let's go up a little bit more. Oh, up over 60, wow. Yeah, well up. Well, well up. Really? At Stanford Bridge? Yep. Well up. Well, well up. 90. Not far. 88. No, more. Oh my god. Right. Surely not over 100,000. All close. 97,000. 
Mm, very close. 98. Close. 99,000. Closer. 99,500. No. Very, very close. 99,400. 600. 99,550. No. Nah. Mate, I don't know. 100,000. What? 100,000? How do they fit 100,000? 100,000 against Diamond Moscow, 13th of November, 1945. Yeah, so no, I didn't know that, mate. Mate, what's Chelsea used to? What's the record win for Chelsea? Uh, it was 9 nil. No, 8 nil. 9-0. Oh, this, this, this is not Premier League, by the oh, way. This okay. is across all games. Oh, my God. Was it a long time ago? Yeah, it was. Okay. So, a, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of stats for these for clubs these days are set quite yeah. a bit back. Probably 16-0. Oh, yeah, not far. Not far, I'll be honest. 18-0. No, not that high. i got to go down. 14-0. Cool, very close. 13-0. Correct, 13-0. They're playing against uh, some side from Luxembourg, which I refuse to pronounce, so we're not even going to go oh, okay. there. Okay, <laughs> uh, Speaking of highest, I think the highest, the biggest win I've seen was, it was an 8-0, and it was in 2000, 2012-13 season, and we were versing Aston Villa. Um hmm. And I remember it could have been 9-0, but Lucas Pearson missed a penalty in like the 85th minute. But that was a great win. Back, back when we win games like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> God, the good old days. Games changed. That's it. Right. What is Chelsea's record defeat? S- 7-0. Not far. Um, nine mil. Oh, close. Is it double digits? No, it's not double digits. Eight mil. Cool. Close. Very close. Eight what? Eight one. Correct. Eight one. It was in 1953 against Wolves. Oh, back when I was born, eh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Back in the day. Fair enough. Um, what's Chelsea's highest scoring draw? High scoring draw. It'd have to be five all. Correct. Thank you very much. Do you know? Could you take a guess who who it was against? I'll give you a hint. It was another London club. Another London club. The one of fifty London clubs. Um, was it a Premier League yeah. game? It was a Premier League game. Or first division game back in that day. Uh, yeah. So. Oh, it's a tough one. Was it... Well, I guess all London teams are rivals. Was it a big rival or not really? Yeah, yeah I'd say it was, yeah. Not as like... Not like a like a big derby compared to like your main, main Manchester derby. Is the, club, type of game. is the club club back then that we drew against, is it still in the Premier League? Correct. Okay. Fulham? No, you're not falling. Ooh. I don't know why I don't want to say the big clubs. <laughs> mm, Palace? 
No, it wasn't Palace. No, that's silly. Why would it be Palace? Well, I don't think it's Arsenal. Um, it's not Arsenal, Arsenal mate. <laughs> Spurs. Nope. No, not Spurs. Mm. One more team you're pretty much leaving out. Yeah, one, one team that I can't think of. Um, West Ham. Correct, West Ham. West Ham in 1966, they drew five oh. all. Wow. Interesting. Right, mate, big question here. This oh, is huge. You make it look like I'll be all these questions from yeah. the video. That's, I'm, I'm expecting the same thing next episode, don't worry. Oh. I have no idea. Right, Ken Bates bought, before, before Abramovich, the owner, whose name was Ken Bates. Question. How much How did much? he buy Chelsea for in 1982? Uh, I, oh. and you, I reckon I you would know, know this as well. I think I know... I'm pretty sure I know the number, but I don't know if it's a certain... Is it in pounds? Yeah, we'll go pounds. Yep, pounds. Because I remember they always used to say he bought it for this much and sold it to Roman Abramovich for that much. So was it three yeah. million pounds? No. Ah. Oh. Oh. Was is it in millions? Was it a mil- Was it above a million? No. R- really? Was it three hundred thousand pounds? No. Was there a three in it? No. A six? No. Oh my god. I swear it was this, three. This, this, this actually really shocked me. I had to look into it more. Well, it's got to be. It's got to be over a hundred k. As you know, it's not. I'm sure. I don't know why I thought three three million pounds back in the eighties. I was a lot of money, and that oh, yeah. game hadn't didn't grow financially as much as what what it yep. came. At this point, Chelsea were pretty much broke as a club and they had to sell it to three thousand pounds. No. Oh is it close to that? No. Thirty thousand pounds. I I know why I'm saying three because I don't know why three things pop in my head. You gotta give me a ballpark. Alright, I'll give you a ballpark. Oh, it's got a one in it. Ten thousand pounds. Nope. Hundred thousand pounds. Nope. A million pounds. Nope. Oh, I don't know. You're just gonna tell me because this is gonna drag on. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. In, 19, in 1982, Ken Bates bought Chelsea Football Club for one pound. Oh my god. And if you don't believe me, do your homework. Oh, my God. No, I, no, I know. Oh, I'm an idiot. I don't know why I thought three. <laughs> I th- oh, hang on. Didn't Roman Abramovich buy for three, million, uh, three billion? No, nah, I think that he bought it for about 300 million. I think he bought it for 300 million. Actually, no, it's not. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Or he bought it for. I got 300 million or 140. 50, 140 in my head for some reason how much Abramovich bought it for. But Sorry, Ken Bates it, in 1982. Well, you bought it for 30 million, did you? Right. Actually, no. He bought, ba- sorry, he bought 50% of the stake in Chelsea for 30 million. And then he bought, mm. he completed the takeover for 140 million all up. Yeah, there we go. That's where I got my 140. Sorry, one, yeah, the one pound thing, I do remember that when you, when you do say that, remind me. Um, but yeah, thanks for making me look like an idiot. 
appreciate nah, it. No worries. Anytime. Interesting stuff, though. Very interesting. So, Alex, who scored United's 138th goal in their club history? <laughs> nah. nah, that's good. That's good. It's, it's, it tries to make, it makes me think, but, um, but yeah, no, I'm obviously not in, uh, very well educated on, um, obviously modern Chelsea is uh, a bit more my strong point, Alex. Um, Absolutely. There's probably a lot of other people our age is strong point, but fair enough. Good segment. Make for the like idiot segment. Love it. All right. No. <laughs> Before we, uh, we're going to jump in, we'll jump into our predictions for um, the rest of round 20. Let's do it. Uh, Burnley Villa, mate. At Tuffield. Jesus Christ, all happening here. Um, yeah, so to the listeners, West Ham did play Palace, Leeds play, also played Newcastle, City played West Brom, and Arsenal played Southampton this morning. So we'll skim past those. We'll talk about those later on, but... As you said, Villa West Burnley. I believe Villa will win two 0 um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say one 0 Villa. One 0 Villa. Okay. Uh, Chelsea Wolves at Stamford Bridge. Oh, I don't know uh, what to expect, Alex. I don't even know what to say about this game. I honestly uh, could not tell you. I'm gonna go two one. Wolves. <laughs> you love it, mate. You love it. I love it. Like if if the players come out, and I'm not putting this on Lampard, but if the players come out and play like they have been, I can't see us winning this game. I can't see. I can see us winning it if we get lucky. Yeah. And Wolves are off, but if Wolves yeah. are on and we're playing like we have been, we're not winning this game. Yeah. <laughs> but to sh- uh, Thomas Tuchel's in. Mm-hmm. Had a training session with them. Obviously, I want to see a bounce back. Yep. I want the players to be up. They've got a new person. They've got a new, probably a new system, new person to impress. You know what I mean? Yep. It's all happy days now. There's someone fresh in. I want to put yep. I want a good performance. Eh? I want a good performance. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I want, part of me is thinking 3-1 Chelsea. I, I'd say 3-1 Chelsea. Okay, 3-1 Chelsea. Very good. Uh, uh, Amex right, Stadium. Oh, sorry, you go. No, sorry, mate. Uh, McStadium, Brighton, Fulham. I'm going to say... Oh, it's tough. It's tough. I'm going to say 1-1. One, 1-1? One. One, one? Okay. Uh, I feel like 2-1 Fulham. Fulham are going to go away and get a, get three points here. Um, Everton, Leicester at Goosen Park. Cracking game. I wish I could watch it. Yeah, good game. Uh, we have to work, don't we? Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately, but yeah, um, oh, big games. I reckon Leicester's going to pop them three nil, three nil at home. Really? Yeah, I reckon they're going to pop Everton at home. I it's like gonna at, be... at Everton's home, of course. I think it's just going to be a stalemate. I'm going to say one all. Yeah. Okay, one all. Fair enough. Um, United Sheffield at Old Trafford. I reckon we'll win four nil. Got a good feeling. <laughs> I'm going to say it's going to be nil all. Until like the 80th minute, and then you'll manage to score something cheesy, like you always do at Old Trafford. So I'm gonna say one new United. 94th minute penalty from Bruno. That's it, mate. Actually, blow the full. We'll do another Brighton. Blow the full time whistle, then take yeah. the penalty. <laughs> uh, the last game it would be our game of the round. Yep, Tottenham Liverpool. At Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Oh man, yep. this is a tough one. Mm. I'd love to see these teams get a draw, actually. So I'm going to go 1-1. Oh, one, one. Yeah. Or for my, yeah, just, for my just, as well. 
I feel like I'd kind of just knock Liverpool and Tottenham out the title talk and just take a little bit of pressure off. Um, just that slightly. Especially if you beat Sheffield. Yeah, exactly right. Um, but yeah, that's my predictions on that. 1-1, one, one, did you say? 1-1, one, one, correct. Um, well, every, every time we hype up our game of the round, it turns... It turns shit. It turns into a game, doesn't it? So I'm just... <laughs> yeah. Right? Yep, it's like game. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. All right, mate, that wraps us up. It's, um, That's cool, man. Good, good to be back. It's nice to be back in a bit of routine. Absolutely. Um, we'll be back later on to review those and move back into our normal sort of proceedings, I guess. Yeah, that's it. We'll be back to our normal episodes. Um, we'll try and get better content up and be a bit more specific on things. Let's pronounce that wrong as well. But, you know. Prices? <laughs> 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 oh mate, honestly, having a I'm having a day. I'm having a day, I'm telling yeah, you. It's but yeah, no, day, mate. it's gonna be a good day. But I've got nothing else to say, but the actually what I will say is we are now on TikTok and we have had one video blown up, which I love. You know what I'm like, Brad. I love banter, I love when people just criticize and stuff. So let me just get onto TikTok and just quickly see. We've got one video with thirty four thousand thirty four and a half thousand views. Um it's had 4,000 likes, it's 100, 100 odd people have commented and basically it's me reacting to some Man City fan about the table and yeah, get on our socials, check it out, leave a comment, um, but there'll be more TikTok stuff available, but as always, follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, the lot, at the one of your pundits and from me, that's Bon Voyage and Mr. Bradley Clapham, huh. anything else? No, that was it. I think you wrapped that up quite well, Alex. So we're on TikTok. So follow us, uh, follow us over there for some some cringe. But uh, <laughs> that's, it. that's it. Literally cringe. Uh, yeah. More content for everyone. All right. Sounds good. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Talk to you all soon.